Kia ora, koto everyone. Um, I'm very excited to be with my lovely friend Erin Goff, who is Senior Advisor for Children's Commission, Human Rights Advocate and amazingly Twitter handle Social Justice Warrior. <laughs> We've all been doing a bit of I love a good pun. <laughs> um, so Erin, tell me, um, who's in your bubble and has that changed since we changed levels? Uh, no, so in my bubble are my two flatmates, Etta and Stace. Um, so just three of us here in a house in Newtown in Wellington, all working from home. Um, and then we've got a couple of support workers that come in and out to help our flat out every day. And yeah. it's kind of been the same for the last six weeks or so. And how are you? So you, you know, you've mentioned that you've been pretty good. Pretty good overall. Um, yeah. I have said a few times that it has, it has actually increased uh, kind of access for me. So it means that I don't have to worry about commuting to work or kind of um, having to deal with any access issues in terms of going out and about at all. And everything's kind of moved online now, which yeah. means that I can actually socialize and go to my friends' houses. And it doesn't matter whether you're across the street or across the world, you kind of all socialize in the same way. And yeah. Totally. It's opened up a whole lot of, uh, yeah, accessibility that weirdly and very ironically wasn't there before these restrictions were in place. <laughs> and so in terms of your work, you're working from home. Because um, yep. like, I know, like me, I work in the social sector. We meet every day. We talk about what's the current state of affairs of what's going on and what we need to plan for. And um, But the actual connection with each other has been really awesome. Because yeah. it's meant that we've kind of checked in and kept an eye on each other. How, how has that been for you working in your team? Yeah, no, it's been great, actually. We have um, daily, daily kind of check-ins in the morning to kind of see where everyone's at for the day. And I uh, guess get everyone up, up for the day. <laughs> it would be kind of tempting to just, like, work from bed sometimes otherwise. Yeah. But I oh, have, well I have done that. <laughs> got dressed every day, like, yeah. for work as I would normally, so I'm quite proud of that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's actually been really good because, um, yeah, it's, it, I think it would be easy to lose touch, but we also have, like, you know, like a um, instant messenger kind of group going yeah. and everyone kind of checks in with each other throughout the day. So I feel pretty connected to everyone, really, yeah. yeah. And so have you been, so I, I noticed for myself that I went through a bit of, I went through anxiety, I went through sadness, um, I went through, um, I was really ragey last week, like I was raging at everyone, I had to delete Facebook, so I was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't keep shouting at everyone, it's not, it's not helpful. Um, and then I've gone back to the teary, like I drove to Pack and Save this morning, and I burst into tears, absolutely nothing in the car, like yeah. out of nowhere. So have you, have you noticed that about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I do. I have had different, um, yeah, different moods for sure. And I think, especially, like, it's hard, you know, when when you can't get space or you can't just go out and just get a coffee as easily or like, I don't know, like it's it's definitely a thing. And then yesterday, yeah, I got like I was feeling like really on edge and like really really anxious, and I realised it was because I hadn't been outside in like three or four days. <laughs> and you had sixteen coffees. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waking up like super early like for the past four or five days I've woken up at about quarter to six and so and I'm like why like why is my brain doing this I literally just have to move from the bed to my desk it's like two meters away like, there's literally <laughs> nothing to do so I've been trying to like 
yeah, like notice that a bit more and be like, hmm, why could this be? Oh, all these reasons, which make total sense. Yeah. And do you, do you have to make, because I, I mean, do you have to make yourself go and actually go outside and say, yep. come on, I've got to do this, otherwise... Yeah, I think so. Like, it's just kind of easy to forget about. Like, yesterday, I ended up, I was at my desk by 7.30 because I got got up so early. So I was like, well, I may as well start working. And then I didn't, like, leave my desk until, like, 6. And yeah. so it was just, like, that kind of stuff is, like, not this is not sustainable, really. Yeah, so yeah, I think, totally. Like, taking, taking actual breaks for myself is, like, quite important. Yeah, really important. Another thing that's really important that we talked a lot about at work is that ability to be able to still be, because people still need advocates, right? So yeah. I know when I talked to Marama weeks ago, we, we said we were really worried about those things that we were charging ahead with that have kind of kind of slightly been swept under the carpet, you know, because everything else has taken control over. Everything. Yeah. And it's that thing of how do we still be advocates for people when actually we need to look after ourselves too? Yeah. We're all in that. How do you do that? How do you manage that? Um, I feel like that's something that I've dealt with like quite a lot, like in my life and work generally, because the jobs that I've worked in, I've kind of like lived them as well. Yeah. And so um, like it hasn't been as easy as just going to a, a nine to five job and like, kind of leaving everything at work because the issues that I deal with at work also like affect me and people in my life yeah. in some way usually and so I guess um, I've kind of uh, created some strategies for myself over the over over that time to try and create some distance between between those things but I, I wouldn't say that it's easy I still find myself like reading about child poverty when I went and you know at like 8 p.m when I should be like binging <laughs> trashy stuff on Netflix you know like it's hard to switch off you like weighing it up oh a bit of child poverty or a bit of uh, yeah. a bit of like a bit of like Love oh. Island or a bit of child poverty yeah, I so I used to have a rule where I never watched anything about child abuse when I got home from work because my friends used to be like here's this amazing research article I'm like people yeah. it's nine o'clock I'm watching Coronation Street like don't talk to me and one of the like disadvantages of like I don't want to say it's a disadvantage but like there's so many like interesting panels on at the moment like yeah. in the evenings and stuff like you know these virtual town halls and stuff which are really cool but they also feel like quite um hefty like brain work and stuff yeah and then I, I guess I I you know after watching that like a few times a week in the evenings it's kind of no wonder that like I feel so tired you yeah, know? Totally. Like, yeah. And, and that like emotional heavy work sits on us for a lot longer hey it's like yeah. it sits there and you think oh it's gone but actually it's just behind your eyeballs it's just yeah. kind of sitting back here um another thing I was thinking about this morning is you know I was just watching that video you put up on Twitter about I mean like New Zealand's kicking ass really it kind of is <laughs> But it, it's also really hard to also keep the focal point that there are massive inequities in this country. Mm. You know, child abuse in this country is, we're one of the worst in the world. Oh, for sure, how, yeah. How do we still talk about those important points and yet celebrate the amazing work we've all been doing? Yeah, I don't know. It's something that I always grapple with because I think, especially at the moment, like anything that is kind of, uh, anything that we kind of talk about in terms of highlighting inequities and stuff could be perceived as like undue criticism during a like really unprecedented time. Yeah. And so 
it's somehow trying to balance balance those two things and say, look, we we know that this is uh, totally unprecedented, but we must recognise that this this crisis will only exacerbate things for the people that ha- that had hard lives before this even yeah, happened, and we totally. we cannot shy away from that. Yeah, no? yeah like, totally. Absolutely. Um, and it's really like, I've been doing some training for health and, and it's, you know, I'm quite hard lined when I do training with health. Cause I'm like, you know, you, you're not doing a good job actually around yeah. violence. You're not asking those questions. You're not thinking about this X, Y. And it's like that shit sandwich, you know, you're like, yeah, you're doing a good job, but you're really shit, but you're doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. I don't want to make these people feel worse at this time. But I, I feel like, uh, like a lot of it for me during this time has been like, like it's kind of been this feeling of yay like all these accessibility things opening up but holy shit like i've been advocating for this for like yeah. you know years and years and years and like when when people when disabled people have asked before it's been too hard so why is it so easy now yeah. like it's yeah just kind of infuriating yeah totally uh-huh. so who who are you um who are you worrying about who do you is it a, a group of people is it do you yeah who, who's that per, pe- those people that are on your mind at the minute um, for me, like, I mean, I, I, myself, as, like, as a self person, am, like, extraordinarily privileged in that I, like, have a, uh, I have a good job, I can work from home, like, and, like, you know, as I said, like, it's, it's, like, increased, actually increased access for me and made life easier for me, but there are people out there who are struggling a lot, like, you know, families with disabled children who suddenly have no kind of support services or support networks that they would otherwise have no kind of respite services at the moment which which is causing a huge amount of stress and putting like you know families at risk I would say um and yeah disabled kids who at the moment aren't getting the support that they would usually get at school who are like falling further and further behind and then just like isolated disabled people who don't have the social networks that you know, me and my friends have, and they don't have the people in their lives and the support um, to kind of get through life normally, never mind during such a heightened, yeah. exacerbated time. So totally. prob- probably those kinds of people. Yeah. yeah, And also those people who, you know, usually get a bit of a break from each other yeah. um, and, and are not, they're, they're, you know, they're in houses where they're unsafe or they don't like yeah. the people they live with or all those yeah. people who, you know, go out and see their friends all the time and can't. Um, yeah. yeah, no, totally. Absolutely. So um, what have you been uh, watching to bring yourself out of those conversations at night? Tell us. <laughs> well, like I said, like I've been watching too many, like too many full-on like virtual <laughs> meetings. Get off the <laughs> webinars, come on. Um, but I have been watching some Netflix, um, you know, just like cheesy movies and like um, I think the last series that I watched is a good kind of queer, like, rom- like rom-com kind of series. Um, what was it called? I think it's called Feel Good. And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 just the good yeah. old love story kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So getting getting some lightness in there, but yeah, a lot of the time I just end up scrolling through Twitter or watching panels. <laughs> I just had a conversation with someone before this about the fact that I am openly standing up and admitting that I am addicted to my phone, and I'm like, it's uh, this much today. Literally last night, I was I had, the, I had to have a quiet word with myself and so <laughs> 
gotta sort this out like this is ridiculous and this morning yeah. i was like i'm not i'm putting it in another room i haven't looked at <laughs> it yet it's and it's lunchtime so i'm like right yeah. i'm gonna set myself times and alarms i'm like oh my god do i really have to do that's that? very disciplined I'm of like, you yes I, I do i saw a, a a kind of a meme that a colleague sent me and it was like quarantine life and it was like sleep and then it was like small screen and then it was like medium screen medium screen medium screen medium screen medium screen and then it was like small screen and then it was like big screen big screen big screen big screen and it was like small screen and then it was like sleep <laughs> and that's <laughs> it that's the whole day <laughs> <laughs> and oh I, I like i was like this is so relatable but also like i read it at first as like small scream and i was like this is still relatable <laughs> Oh my god, you could make your own up. Small screen, small screen, large screen. <laughs> oh my god, I've got a visual image of what that looks like. Um, okay, uh, are you ready for your quick fire? Oh, yes. Okay. Sure. Favourite New Zealand biscuit? Um, Afghan. Oh, yeah. I've had so many ginger nuts and I hate those people. Um, are you uh, Zoom or Microsoft Teams? Zoom. Zoom all day. Um, uh, spring or autumn? Uh, spring. Uh, w were you the kind of person who used to do your homework on the first day of the school holidays or the last day? Absolutely the last day, and I'm still a terrible person. <laughs> we would not be friends at all. Um, gu guilty music pleasure. Oh, um, Niall Horan. <laughs> I, I want to say I know who that is. One <laughs> Direction guy. Oh my gosh. Mine's uh, Justin Timberlake. I love a bit, Justin. Uh, Kindle or book? Uh, book. And if you have a scone or a scone, do you have your jam on first and then your cream or your cream and then your jam? Um, I think cream and then jam. Oh, God. see, we, we will never <laughs> be friends in the future. Oh, my God. Um, and if you could invite one famous person into your bubble, alive or dead, who would it be? Oh, just one. Just one. Oh, man, that is super hard. Um, shit, who would it be? Somebody super hot that you could just stare at all day. <laughs> that, well, there, there, would be, there would be that temptation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then I couldn't touch them, so maybe not. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, I've gone blank. Um, let's go with... I'm Alexandria, like, Alexandria Cortez. Oh so like, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> I'd literally just stare at her all day though. I mean, I would stare at her and talk to her. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, totally. Erin <laughs> um, Goff, you passed your podcast test. Well done. Um, yeah. What are you going to go and do right now? I ask everybody this. What am I going to go do right now? I'll probably finish my like lukewarm cup of tea. Yeah. And then do some work, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to go and watch another webinar and then uh, take my child for a walk. It <laughs> sounds good. Is it sunny down there? It is uh, pretty good today. It's quite, it's a bit chilly, but it's actually quite nice. So yeah. thankfully not raining. But, um, but thank you so much for giving up your time. No worries. <laughs> and uh, we will speak very soon. Sounds great. Goodbye. Awesome. Bye, Jane. <laughs>